Today's guest is Louise Vanderbilt. She's a UI and web specialist at Pure UI, which is her own consulting firm focused on user interfaces. And as she talks about WordPress to SharePoint to custom apps to whatever's next, right, on the frontier that needs good UI and good design. Thanks for joining me, Louise. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. So for those who have not had a chance to meet you, get to know you, talk about yourself. Talk about where you're from, who you are, and what you do. So I'm from South Africa. I'm currently in Cape Town. Um, what I do is in my current in my current position, I am a WordPress person. I'm taking uh, projects that either get handed to me or I create them on my own. Uh, a lot of support, a lot of uh, breaking barriers because I'm using technologies that should never be mixed, aka Microsoft mixing with WordPress, which is always interesting. And then on the side, I am a co-organizer of the MS Doug uh, user group here in South Africa. And I also have the honor of being part of the few, uh, Samsung Future Innovations Lab uh, cohorts as a support helper. Oh, wow. So rolling rolling back the clock a little, um, I, in, in South Africa, do you have, you have primary school? High school. So yeah, we have primary primary school, high school, and then university. We don't have that lovely college uh, little two years of figuring out who you are. You pretty much go straight into university. Um, in my case, I did one year. They tried to teach me COBOL. I was like, no, nope, I'm out. And <laughs> did my MCSD at the in oh, 1999. VB dot. It was VB6 merging into VB.net. It was a petrifying time petrifying time no 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 <sighs> it was the time of calm objects it was it was the early stages of what could what was going to become object warrior programming yeah no definitely but I, I i'll i'll always forever miss my because you i felt like i owned my own little piece of code this just you know this and that but anyway uh, that's uh i discovered i really suck as a developer so i became a front-ender hmm so since you you skipped the school and you got you got your MCSD, was that enough then? Or are you constantly having to be on a learning journey? Uh, I think if we stop learning in this particular industry, we die, we become irrelevant. In my case, I've done a lot of my learning. You know, someone will bring me a problem and I have to learn a whole technology or a whole way of doing things. Um, and then I got very frustrated about three years ago with my being the only one in my family who didn't have a degree. So I got a degree in user experience. But my focus has always been the prettiness, the what you see. Hmm. You know, someone else can make it work. I'm going to make it awesome to work with basically. Um, and that's how I started to form my career around it. I became a, a support developer who blended herself into uh, what we call hit squads in South Africa. It's a group of developers who are on the difficult projects, the problems that arise at two o'clock in the morning when a server blows up, that sort of thing. So I became highly reactive, but just my passion has always just been the code, the design and the building of user-friendly user things. So... How did you find that first job, right? You 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 got your certification before or after that? Uh, no, uh, so I had my MCSD and I actually went as a as a bright and sparkly bouncy 19-year-old. I rocked up at Dimension Data's offices to have lunch with a friend and I walked out with a contract. How it happened was I was walking past a couple of the developers' um, monitors and one guy was had an error that I'd had two days before. So I showed him how to fix it. And the one manager saw this and they needed an intern junior. So yeah. So I started as a uh, web designer at Dimension Data. 
then they realized that I had a coding and development background. And we're talking the early 2000s where de developers hated designers yeah. and they did not talk. So I became this beautiful middleman where I would take back in code, black and white, you know, <laughs> New Times Roman websites. And I would take the designer stuff and I'd actually create the HTML, the CSS and put the two together. And that's when I, I found my beautiful niche where I felt, oh, I still I still get shivers when I actually get to do stuff like that. It's uh for me it was just in my happy place has always been in the code of a front front end of a user user interface. Wow, yeah, two thousands. There were a lot of really bad websites in the two thousands. Oh, don't get me started. There's still a lot of bad websites out there, but we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> So then going through that type of career, because that's I'm I'm a more of a back-end developer. I didn't like to do the front end stuff. I certainly couldn't make it pretty. I I, I that's not my skill. Um how how does that work as you're you're building your career? You know, how do you pick where to work or where you want to work? I never I've got to admit, I don't think I've ever made an active choice. Um my my uh apex of moving into SharePoint was I was working for a company. I got handed a SharePoint 2010 site. I got handed a design and told to make the two happen. <laughs> and I ended up hacking V4 of all things because I hadn't, I, they were they weren't those great YouTube videos. They weren't no courses. I mean, SharePoint had literally been released maybe three months before. And that's when I started to really, really rip things apart and put them back together again. And that's when I found, again, another niche, which was making SharePoint not look or work like SharePoint. Mm. Um, and I still, SharePoint will always be my first love. It really, really will. Um I fashioned a, an entire company around it where uh, I used to own a company called SharePoint Experience was the user interface and the user experience of SharePoint. So um, I had the chance to work on some of the biggest companies' intranets and build them and put them together. And oh, it was a great time to be alive. It really, really was. Going from 2010, watching watching the growth of of a technology to to now where we are now, which is they don't even need a user interface person. It is so e easy, um, but uh, oh, it's uh, it's going to be great to get back in there, stuck back in there soon. Hopefully, although I would say um, I've seen a lot of SharePoint websites. Certainly, the modern interface is gorgeous all by itself. But people still want to make things blink and do stupid stuff. Yeah. And companies always like to have their logo and their colors and everything yeah. else. And, you know, for for an entry, when I say entry level, some of the, the SharePoint sites I've seen, I I just they they make it stand up and you know big for treats sometimes. <laughs> there will always be a need to make something unique, regardless of the technology. And I think that's where um someone like myself can really start to flex mm. is in that space. Interesting. So then what was the kind of rationale for starting Pure UI? So Pure UI, um, I decided to go out as a full-time contractor. I have a um, rather interesting, um, I'm just going to say way of working, where is I don't sleep very often. So I 
I'm I'm awake a lot. And I found that if I was a full-time contractor, I didn't always have to work with one client. So like currently I work with South Africa, I work with America and I work with Australia. Uh, and so also I had, I now have the ability to choose what I work with instead of being handed something and being told to work. Mm. But I'm also incredibly lucky that um, I do have a reputation in the industry where I get things done. Regardless of the time, I'm all, you know, I get things done. And I think I'm I'm very grateful for that. I've had some incredible people support me in this. Um, but starting Pure UI allowed me a lot of flexibility, which um, a full-time job wouldn't have allowed me. No, definitely. And then how how is that then having uh, clients in different time zones? Well, um, I thoroughly enjoy it. As I said, um, my my fiance is actually American, so um, I'm awake and regardless. Uh, but before working with me, you do kind of get a um, introduction into Louise, where um, I kind of explain how I work, and I've yet to have a major problem. I think the biggest problem I ever had was I fell asleep for two days, and one of my clients thought I was dead. Um, so now I've learned to send emails before I crash. <laughs> so um so you've had an interesting career and you're working in an interesting space i don't talk to a lot of people who um i, I walk to talk to people who do customer experience you know like human-centered design but not a lot of ui design right that, that, that's which is the next stage of taking that information um what's what are some things or what's something you've run into that you looked at it and went, man, I wish we did that differently. It's it's not the way I would do it. It's not maybe the most efficient thing we do in our in our mm. field or in our area. What what's something you've run into? So in in my case, it's um I appreciate and a user experience specialist. I really do. I find that their ability to mess a uh, merge a user experience into a mobile web, you know, taking it. Everyone expects you know one sort of corporate identity or one uh, feel mm. and user journey to be the same across everything. There are very few people who actually understand the, the need to blend the technology to the interface and the user and, and, and what, and the device. Um, I mean, Xbox is a beautiful example. Uh, if you have a look at the Xbox shop on the actual Xbox versus on a mobile versus uh, they actually went and they, separated the projects out to say this is the device this is the user this is your audience and then mm -hmm. they separated and that was for me i wish i, I well, let me put it this way i can't wait until i'm able to do that everyone you know you can't carbon copy user experience and user interfaces that's true uh, you have your touch most, interfaces you have your small i mean the same font won't work but the graphics are too big Fold. Oh, fold. Oh. <laughs> that is so I came I came against that this week and someone showed actually, you know, because you yeah, you, know, you have your emulators and they're they're pretty cool. Someone actually showed it to me on a on a Samsung fold and I questioned my exact existence at that exact moment. I, I just whose bright idea was that, honestly. <laughs> well there, but there will always be a design next thing you know it'll be somebody putting a mini screen on a raspberry pi and saying hey how come your website's not working on here yeah yeah it's like saying why isn't this website working on nokia 3510 uh anyway <laughs> and so and before we started recording you were talking a little bit about um uh, some education things that are going on in africa that you thought were very interesting 
So um, I'm very lucky. My mentor is Alan Pete. He is a longstanding MVP, and he is part of something that uh, it, which is a Samsung-sponsored something called the Future Innovation Lab. It's where they take 30 students. Well, 30 students. They have to apply. They we're now doing hackathons. We're talking about kids who have never seen a laptop. Their mm -hmm. phones are 10 years old, and he takes them from Hello World using word how to do things and six months later they code their first app wow. and it's just beautiful to watch these young minds and 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 for me one of the most special moments was and it always is is watching someone get it just that and oh oh these kids have like i teach them how to do hex colors they teach me how to how to appreciate and live my life because they've saved me more than i've ever saved them but um watching watching what's possible and watching the young blood like i have i have no qualms about my country i don't because i've seen what's coming and i'm just going to stick it out till then oh that's always you know it's always a beneficial experience right for both you and the student when you get a chance yeah. to help somebody who's doing something that's just crazy amazing you're like uh, how are you catching on so quick how are you you know right you know yeah. those of us who have grown up in technology it's always surprising to me when my yeah kid got it faster than I did on something oh for me it's just how flipping privileged I was my mother was one of the first computer teachers um ever in in this country and so we're talking the good old days of logo um and so by the time I was 10, I was helping her with her lessons, let alone. So, I mean, I, I was a professional gamer when I was 18 years old. And we're talking back in 2000. And then watching, again, the other side of, of the fence and these just beautiful kids who are just being given an opportunity. They're getting paid to learn. But my God, are they earning it? And it's just, it, they're wonderful kids. Every cohort that has happened, there's been a lesson for me to take on. Um, and also from a mental health point of view, being able to have people wanting to talk to you because they know you'll sit there and listen. I've learned to listen because of these kids because uh, I don't shut up very, and I don't listen very well. And they're, uh, as I said, they're teaching me a lot of lessons I should have learned a long time ago, but I'm learning them now. That's awesome. So what's what's next for you? What's next for Pure UI? So Pure UI, I'm really hoping to, she, uh, Pure UI is just kind of, you know, it's a name I gave myself about 20 years ago because they say, what do you do? Oh, I just do Pure User Interfaces. Uh, and in South Africa, people struggle to separate the two. Um, so I have a I I have a, a URL called .ux just to kind of blend the two, um, in pure desperation more than anything else. <laughs> but I want I want people to start realizing that user interface is a is a complete beast on its own that inhales everyone else and everything else from a technology space where uh, UX is that side, Dev is that side, and then you got UI which just goes and plays in all the spaces and. We're only starting to realize that now in South Africa, but I'm hopefully going to be there on the on the apex of that. I want something to make incredible. Um, I, I, you know, when you have done everything you can for as many companies as I have, there are very few sites on, in South Africa which I haven't uh, at least ha helped with. I want the next opportunity to be great and bring something mind blowing hmm. to the internet. So. 
I'm grabbing onto every opportunity I can, whether it be paid for work or not, uh, no matter the country. I just want, uh, as I say, that opportunity to really flex. Um, so that's what I'm looking for right now. But again, I, I am finding it interesting because I'm having to learn Azure infrastructure, mm. cybersecurity, Cloudflare, thing, SEO, who thought of that? Um, it's just, I, am, I, I started off as a developer, a designer, and now I am a one-man army who gets called on at the weirdest times. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I really am just looking for that next, that next, I want people to go, oh my God, that, that. And uh, I haven't had that in a while, so I want that. That's awesome. And it, you're amazing. Uh, people love it when there's somebody who is a Swiss Army knife and can can do it all and can help explain it, speak in the language they understand and, and put it out there. <laughs> so I just look forward to seeing what that what that is. And I can't wait for that next big thing for you, Louise. So thank you. Thank for you. Yeah, thank you so much. Hopefully one of your listeners goes, oh my God, I've got something for her and, and bounces along, <laughs> bounces along. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, as I said to you to earlier on, it's a great time to be alive in our industry. And I'm watching with bated breath, watching everything from Microsoft Designer through to Power Apps to Chat GDP, which we're not getting along at the moment, but I'll I'll healthily respect Skynet in her, in her infancy. And uh, just seeing you're we're almost at that beautiful point of singularity and i'm thoroughly enjoying it that's awesome well thanks again and uh can't wait to see what happens me too thank you so much <laughs>